date is Saturday. Wow. 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 Okay. Tuesday. It is. Oh, gosh. That's going back to disembodied voices. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's You always know things are going poorly when they're going back to disembodied voices. Um, it is season four, episode 18 of the Whales Are Whales pod. Cast. Tuesday. Uh, I am your host, Brian, and joining me today is Cameron. Hi. Hello, Cameron. Oh, <laughs> hi, Brian. Uh, if you're going back to disembodied voices, I can too. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, um, we're the only people this week, but we're not doing questions, questions, questions. Or we're just going to do an episode. At this point, we just, apparently it's impossible for me to get more than two people on the show. So, yeah. Um, I mean, so yeah. Steven's like online and was playing World of Warcraft a few minutes ago. He claimed he ago. was low energy and couldn't do it but i i don't know i think that's I mean, code for something i was low energy and asked to push it forward 30 minutes and now i feel better mm -hmm. so oh good I mean, what did you do to uh to energize yourself i laid on my bed and stared at the ceiling that's smart that's a good yeah that's a good tactic yeah i, I use that is actually my exact tactic for when i'm feeling bad i i, I am have i've become very good at knowing when i'm not interested in talking to people and yeah. pretty good at making it go away if given the time so when that's really helpful when 1230 rolled around and you were like want a podcast i was like no but i know i will be soon so i don't want to cancel yeah. so just give me yeah. a few minutes please and uh that's it, good. it really helped it's a good tactic i'm, yeah. I'm glad that helped you um yeah. yeah i'm i'm fortunately feeling pretty good um but right. i should probably hydrate so give me a second while i drink some water okay you know what me too we'll have a water break mm-hmm So, fun story. Good. Sure, yeah. Um, Give me a story. My, I mean, it's super not fun and not interesting at all, but it's related to water. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> my tap water is not super great, so I use a filter on the tap. Yeah. Um, and But then I, I got a dishwasher recently, so the dishwasher has to mm -hmm. plug into mm -hmm. the tap as well, and it uses a different uh -huh. connector. So, in order to um, use the dishwasher, I have to unscrew the little thingamajig and take off the water filter and then unscrew on another thingamajig and put on the pump for the dishwasher mm -hmm. um so when the dishwasher is going which it currently is i can't drink water <laughs> <laughs> i think you need a solution for this cameron well i did i got a solution what i did was i filled two cups of water beforehand and put mm -hmm. it on the table oh so i have a cup and a half yeah. now because i drink half a nice. cup of water. Are you, I, i'm trying to think of other potential you could buy bottled water to have like you know a backup or you know gallons of water from the store or something and keep it in your fridge just as a backup water so um, that is something i used to do Mm -hmm. But in Oregon, you have to pay 10 cents per oh, bottle. No. Oh, and no. It's, I don't want to go down this road It's again. insane. And I, <laughs> it literally, I literally don't drink soda anymore, Brian, because of I this. Remember, I remember. This. I remember. You, you'll buy a 12-pack for $4 or whatever, and it's yeah. like, okay, that'll actually be seven fifty, please. And it's like, yeah. oh, but you get it back. Yeah, if I got to go and take these gross, dirty, sticky cans to any grocery store mm -hmm. where there's homeless people yeah. trying to steal the cans from me and sit there and put one can in at a time in this dumb machine to get my money back nah nah i'm good 
I like that there's like, you know, originally there are the people that in protest wouldn't buy cans because it's bad for the environment. And other people in protest not buying the cans because they're being charged because they're bad for the environment. It's like the counter protest protests. I know. And they just oh, keep man. on raising it. It was five cents when I first got here. Oh, and wow. That was deal with a bowl. Like I would just eat the money mm-hmm. at the cost and throw mm-hmm. the cans away. I wouldn't recycle them right. still. But at 10 cents, that's actually becoming expensive. And it's like, mm-hmm. OK, I don't care anymore. Whatever. This is stupid. Yep. So yep. I drink well, water and that's it. So now, literally. Drink, yeah. What about um? you could get one of those little pitchers that has like a filter in it and fill that up. Um, uh, Abigail has one of those. Yeah, I could. Um, I don't like. Well, I guess I could sit it on the counter. Yeah. I mean, mm. I guess I just chose the faucet one and a couple yeah. years ago and haven't changed. Wait, are you set it on the counter? Were you about to say you don't like refrigerated water? I don't like cold water. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, that's crazy i like room temperature water it, oh my god i can't drink room temperature water i only like like i my water bottle is like half ice i want like ice cold water Ooh, see it it hurts my times. teeth and it hurts my throat oh. so yeah I, if it hurts your teeth i get that yeah so and and i even when it's like i just ran eight miles uh during the cross country meet Weird. and i go afterwards and i'm like i need some water and they're like here you go and it's ice water i'm like ugh. Wow, I, uh, I have the opposite reaction. I don't like the, it, it's a weird to say, but I don't like the taste of water when it's warm. It's like, water doesn't taste like something, but that's something not about the weird. No, that's it. not weird. It, it, mm-hmm. now, do you typically drink, you drink the tap water filtered, right? Uh, it, like from my refrigerator. So yeah, Filt- it's yeah, filtered yeah. tap. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a very clear distinction between tap water and bottled water that is spring water. Right. Then the reverse osmosis purified water in, in that you get in bottled water like i bet you oh, okay. if you tried the 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 actual fancy bottled water that's room temperature you'd actually find the taste is really good it's just okay. when that when the tap water slash spring water is room temperature you get a slimier taste to it right so um, basically using the the coldness to to mask yes. the taste of what i'm I drinking i think that's how i think that's true so like if you go to the store yeah. next time buy a bottle of smart water um it's okay. not that exp- it's not even expensive it's the same price as everything else and uh mm-hmm. and then let it get let it go to room temperature and see how it tastes all right <laughs> this I, is not I, interesting I conversation it was actually you know i think I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is going to be more interesting than what we talk about next, which is uh, not really. Um, I mean, I know. So we're beforehand, we were talking about um, Destiny lore. No, Elder Scrolls lore. OK, so yes. let's back up here because we are literally in the middle of a conversation on our call. And then we're like, oh, shoot, we should actually start mm-hmm. the podcast mm-hmm. and then got into that. So so let's back up here for a second and say recently we've both been playing through World of Warcraft. Yes. Um, which is already weird enough. Yes. Um, <laughs> and in doing that, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I've been super into, uh, like just reading about the lore of fantasy worlds recently. I mm-hmm. read, um, Stephen and I got super into the Elder Scrolls and then I reread Lord of the Rings and now I'm listening to a podcast series on Lord of the Rings and trying to read the. Oh. Silmarillion. Silmarillion. There, I finally said it right. Good job. <laughs> yeah. So reading that as well. Uh, and it's super, super fascinating. And so I'm like, I have a book laying around that is like a compilation and canonical tale of all of the World of Warcraft lore. So I'm like, I should start reading that. Mm-hmm. So I've been reading that too. Um, and so we started getting a conversation about lore. And you, of course, absolutely love the lore and destiny. I do. That's kind of what turned you on to it. Yeah. So you were going to ask me a question about Elder Scrolls. I was. I, so you said to me that you just recently got into the Elder Scrolls lore. Yeah. Didn't you, t- didn't you, you guys used to go crazy about reading the lore books in Morrowind back in the day? Or no? Um, 
Well, we were crazy. We knew back then that it was super detailed um, and we loved the world of Morrowind, but we didn't spend a lot of time reading them. It was more of like, wow, they put a lot of work into this. We read a book every now and then, but oh. we didn't. Our character was actually kind of a, afraid of it, like, and that he didn't want anything to do with all the demons or all the crazy. He didn't want to be the hero. We didn't go on the main quest. We mostly ran around stealing things and exploring places, and the lore was kind of a background to it. Gotcha. But this last time we played through it, we're literally playing through as a character who's a in our, you know, our fiction forum is he's a historian, and mm-hmm. we're going through reading all of the books and, like, really understanding how the world works, and that, that's that been really fascinating. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess yeah. I... I, guess I didn't realize how exactly you played Morrowind back then, and so that makes mm-hmm. sense. And I, I have never read a lore book in game in any of the other mm. games I've played ever. I, I in in Skyrim yeah. specifically because that's the most recent one I played. I would always be yeah. like, uh, dungeon in dungeon in. Oh, book click exit right. immediately. Just right. gone. <laughs> no, I get that. I remember. I remember watching you back when you had your uh, your show where you played through horror games. Um, I remember watching you play out. Outlast? Outlast. I think it was Outlast. Yeah. And you were just like, nope, nope. If you're saying it in text, I'm not going to read it because you have to show me your story. Don't, don't, don't make me read something. You and know, you were just like opposed to reading the story. I still actually think that's probably a good, a good statement. At least that's what I, right. I still believe that. I, I think a game, uh-huh. it's a game. Like if I'm reading a book, yeah. I'm reading a book and you can tell me mm-hmm. the story because that's the book. It's a text form. But when you're, when you're in a visual mm-hmm. media, like what, 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 what if a movie did that? What if a movie was like, right. Um, the action scene, boom, 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 Mary, oh, she's almost dead. Ah, gosh, it's so sad because she's dying. And then he, the, the, the writer sees a, or the, the action guy sees a book on the side of the desk and picks it up and starts reading it and just shows <laughs> and then text you literally look at a page for 30 seconds yes. and then the next page. Yeah, yeah. like that's I think, stupid. I think the game is yeah, the same in a, way. In a game like Outlast, having a game that's all about the atmosphere and the pacing and stuff to have you stop and read and read. Yes. And read and then get back to the game. I think the reason Elder Scrolls has clicked with me more than like any other, like Mass Effect Codex is fine. Dragon Age Codex <laughs> is fine. Like those are all fine, but I get bored with them pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that really struck me about Elder Scrolls, and this is what I was telling you about before, is all of their books are written by people in the world. So mm-hmm. you might find one book that was written by an Imperial priest, and that's his opinion on what this weird Dark Elven culture is mm-hmm. like. And another book might be this um, mythological account of the Dark Elves of what the Battle of Red Mountain was. And then you that's read a different one. That's a mythological yeah. account from the Nords. And it's like, wait, they have different names, but I'm seeing the similarity in the names, even though this historic figure, they're calling them different names. And you're like piecing together the world from all these different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And that was that was really cool to see in a game. That's way better, honestly. And I, and mm-hmm. I actually can I can get behind that kind of thing. And um, also, thank you for remembering Horror Cam. That was very that's very nice of you. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I did. I did put a lot of effort into the Outlast series personally. That was mm-hmm. a that was a lot of um, interesting discussion I had in that episode. Yeah. Um, in those episodes. I, I like that. Um, so would you like? To, okay. So all of this talk about um about uh, stories and lore and role playing. Mm-hmm. Would you like to talk about World of Warcraft uh, role playing? Because, ooh. Well, hold on. Let. Would you like to talk about World of Warcraft? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's talk. That, that's a good, good segue. Because um, for everybody who's been listening since Disney Voices, which is you, Edgar Allen. Um, yeah. And how I used to hate World of Warcraft, and I've tried at least at least two or three times to play it. Right. Um, I suddenly, so I I came up to Brian and Steven, I'm not even sure which one first, probably Steven, and I said, yeah, I, I want to play World of Warcraft. And somebody, whoever I said probably Steven, was, was like, no, back, be gone, foul demon. And I was like, yep. well, I'm going to play anyways. And I did. And suddenly, all three of us 
I, so Brian, yesterday me and Steven played for five hours, and the night before you and me played for five hours. And oh my gosh! And like I, oh, Steven goes, crazy. I haven't done that in years. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so now all three of us are very much into World of Warcraft, and I am finding so much fun in it. Um, yeah. But I wanted to specifically talk about. I want to, I want to, I, I think we're going to start doing some role playing when we can find some Ooh. time, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've mm-hmm. already dabbled in it a little teeny bit by accident right. and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do, do are you, your character you're running right now is, mm-hmm. do you already have a story in mind for him? Cause I have a story in mind for my yeah. character. My character, we created maybe two years ago. Oh, you, you picked an playing. old character. Okay. Yeah. So, see, so he's a character I had from before. Um, he's actually the father of two characters that we played for a very long time we then role played each of their fathers because they'd mentioned them a lot so we're like all right let's create their fathers as character and kind of grow this family tree cool um so he's existed for a couple years and yeah he so i, I do have a character in mind for him and I've, I've known his character for a couple years he's actually also a character that is in the audio drama we're doing in our own original what's world. his name he's a, uh narandul is I'm the name of the character pretty sure i tried to voice him yes so and he's I yeah that's him old he's enough sounding voice. father Sharena, Edric, Narandal, and Edwale, those are the four characters that we took from World of Warcraft and put into three mm-hmm. games. Um, so those are kind of our characters that connect between the two worlds, at least for now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, yeah, I, I've had a character in mind with him for, for a little while, but, uh, but yeah. So that's, that's the story for him. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of, I want to tell you about my story because I'm so excited about mm-hmm. it, but I feel like I shouldn't. Right. Um, uh, yeah, it's actually, it would be fun to learn about your character by talking to your character. And I think that's, that's one of my favorite things about, world of warcraft is that it's like it's a storytelling medium wherein you it's like this interesting blend between improv and fiction writing mm-hmm. that i find really really engaging i think the reason that i found especially for steve when i started like role playing in world of warcraft and, and telling stories in it i was probably 2008 i guess i was like 13 mm-hmm. or i guess i was like 14 or 15 um, and so I didn't have a bunch of experience with it or anything, but I think what I really like about it is that it's easy when, and Steven experienced this himself, when you love like stories and fantasy and all that kind of stuff and grow up with Lord of the Rings, it's easy to say, okay, now I'm going to start writing it, but I need to come up with a bunch of lore first and need to come up with the world as rich as Lord of the Rings is. And you spend all your time <laughs> coming up with lore that you don't really focus on the actual telling stories and making characters. Right. A world of Warcraft is a great jumping off point because they're like, okay, we have all that. It's kind of like a D&D campaign or something where it's like, we have all that pre-written for you. We have all that done for you. Um, now go, you know, just make characters in this world mm-hmm. and you can, you can bounce off our world. And so it kind of freed us up to just focus on making characters. And mm-hmm. my frustration with D and D, and you are well aware of this is always that it's like, I have an interesting character moment and then two hours of digging through books and understanding systems and rolling to hit a spell. Yep. Uh, and I feel like, <laughs> like more mecha- yeah. right. Yes. The mechanics do not gel, at least for me with the storytelling very yeah. well yep. and world of warcraft is like oh this is all storytelling so i get this super what would you say my imagination is sparked by this existing lore and this really immersive world and being able to choose between character classes and character races it gives me constraints for my creativity like here are races and mm-hmm. here are locations you don't get to be a googly schmoogly you get to be one right. of these 10 classes yeah one of these very well realized races in this very well realized world so my imagination is sparked and then i get to say yeah but what if there was a blood elf who lived with the Tauren. And then it's like, okay, there are your constraints. Now yep. start doing that. So it was a really good like introduction to that kind of, I don't think I could have moved on to creating my own stories and stuff nearly as well if I wasn't able to kind of start out 
working in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And that so. interesting point, by the way, um, speaking of D&D, I am actually mm-hmm. about to start a campaign with a bunch of my good friends. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's uh, my group of my... You know them as my group of Xbox mm-hmm. friends. Um, yeah. And I've already made my character, and I'm very excited about it. And But nice. the, the still, just like normal, I'm always freaked out about the, the logistics of the stupid D&D stuff or, uh-huh. and, the, and the numbered games. And so I talked to my DM, who's one of my... Who's like uh, one of my really good friends and for a while. And I said, listen, I'm really, really, really wanting to just do a lot of role playing in this. And mm-hmm. I'm scared and, and kind of stressed about the numbers. And I don't I don't really know how that works. And I don't want to I don't want to be mm-hmm. doing math during it. And I don't want to be reading books right. about how to do spells. And he's like, listen, I am more into the role playing aspect of this than you are. So it's going to be very simplistic stuff. You you right. walked into a bed of leaves that are actually under uh, covering a, a, a bed of spikes underneath. You roll for saving your life. Okay, yeah, you did it. Good job. Um, that's how that's how I'm gonna do it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds that's great. cool because to me, that's that same idea of providing constraints to make the storytelling better, mm-hmm. but not to get in the way of the storytelling. And I, I think a lot of my stigma towards D and D comes from who I played with in the past. Uh-huh. Like, not that the people were bad, but I was either. I was either playing with people who also did not know how it worked or people who were more rules based. Um, yeah. And so it can really become whatever you want. I, I, I know that with the right people, D&D could be exactly what I want from it. Yep. It's just never the experience I've had with it. Yep. Um, but you make a really good point that once you learn it well enough, you can definitely choose what you like from it and what you don't like from it and put it together. Yeah. So, and so I'm really excited to do that. It's probably going to be a one, once a month, all day event. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really excited about my, oh, I can tell you about my character, about this because you're not involved and yeah. they don't listen to this. Um, so yeah, yeah. it's a pirate um, campaign. It's, it takes place mm-hmm. in a pirate world, like, you know, 1700 on the yeah. Caribbean. But what's happening is that in the past. Is that, out of curiosity, is that because you guys played um, uh, Sea of Thieves? It's like we need to do this more. <laughs> it's actually not. Um, it, okay. Well, they might have had a little influence, but not a ton. It's basically my, mm-hmm. my one of the friends who's going to be in it as well wanted to make. He actually just straight up said, "I love I love pirates, and I want to do a pirate campaign." And my friend was like, "Okay." And then I said, "There you go." Well, hold on. Is there any? Is this one hundred percent straightforward pirate, or can we have a fantasy element? And so my friend came up with this idea. Um, and now keep in mind, he didn't tell me this yet. So this is the idea he had that he, I had. I didn't know at the time. The idea is that it's a pirate world, you know, like the Caribbean in the 1700s of pirate, piratey mm-hmm. pirateness. And uh, but suddenly, a hundred years or so prior to the uh, to our story, the there's there was a rift happening in the world where other where other um, realms are starting to fuse with ours. So like. Suddenly, mm-hmm. there's a a, a a blood elf, um, and it's like the <laughs> blood elf is like, "How am I here?" And the humans are like, "Why are you here?" And then suddenly, there's um, a gnome, and it's like, "Why are you here?" And what, I don't know, why am I here? And so, right, it, the worlds are slowly colliding, like it's like a, Ooh. it's like um, I don't know, threads that are slowly being intertwined into one piece, but it's taking a long time. And so, by the time our campaign starts up, the basic fantasy characters and creatures are are living with the humans and actually we're, we're getting along um mm-hmm. and so but he okay so he didn't so that's the backstory he hasn't told me this right. yet so i came to him and said he he did tell me it could have some, some fantasy stuff but mm-hmm. he didn't tell me anything else and so i came to him and said okay mm-hmm. my story is i am a uh, a female rogue pirate captain human i think i'm human maybe mm-hmm. i'm half elf but i, I don't know that um mm-hmm. Who uh, is the what was the terror of the seven seas, 
literally mm-hmm. just like assassin extraordinaire um mm-hmm. kind of robin hood-esque where more i wouldn't kill somebody or, or plunder plunder somebody who's helpless but um right. yet if you they got in my way i would um and i raised my family with me and they were becoming um just as strong as me and they were going to take over the ship eventually and all the wealth and then we hit a huge storm and our ship crashed and exploded and and we washed up on shore and my husband and son are dead um Mm -hmm. and i hit my head really hard on the rocks and i i basically forgot all of my skills (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and so so it's like metroid opening it's uh, like ah shoot yeah now i don't have any of my abilities that's only that's only because i can't have all those crazy abilities when the campaign starts which was a bummer although i rolled really good stats for some stuff oh Um, nice but no but then so my character knowing that these this riff this combination of two rifts or of, of realms are happening my, mm-hmm. I want to use my immense wealth that I've occurred and try to find a, a, a warlock or a sorcerer who can bring my family back to life. Ah, so you have a really clear objective. That's yeah. a fun way to go into those kind of worlds. Yep. And so okay, when I told my, I want to do. when I told my DM that he was like, "Oh my god." And then he told me the story of what he's going to do. And I was like, we we could not have matched that perfectly. Right, <laughs> because now warlocks are coming into your world. Yeah, right? yeah, because yeah. the only thing that are in the world right now are very low level, like, low level, I say level, but, you know, lowly, yeah. regular elves and gnomes and dwarves and stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, I've heard rumors of, oh, I've heard rumors of a warlock who can resurrect the dead. So I'm going, that's right. my goal is to that's go and cool. search for that. Yeah. That sounds really fun. I I think something that I really appreciate about things like World of Warcraft and things like well, role playing in World of Warcraft and D anD D, and it's it's a little theory theory I have, which is like, obviously when we're kids, we love to uh, imagine things mm-hmm. and play an imaginary world. Oh, it yeah. just comes very naturally. To I played Pokemon as you grow a lot. up, things become systematic. Like you you learn math and you learn logic and you learn rules and all of our things start to become very rule based unless you're like writing a novel or something but even then it's like here are the right words to use here's the right order to use etc we we st- and our jobs typically are very very rule based um and 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 number based and that sort of thing and i feel like stuff like D and world of warcraft is almost ways to trick ourselves into playing with our imagination again it's like look you have rules you have structure just like your adult life but why don't you be imaginative in it? And it's mm-hmm. almost like we've lost the ability to be purely imaginative because it's like we we can't, we don't know how to operate with that few boundaries anymore. Mm-hmm. But it, it almost like tricks our brains into being able to be imaginative again, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. And it 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 totally overwhelms your, your imagination when you find something that clicks really well with you um, mm-hmm. and you want to keep on going and going and going. Like that first night that I accidentally stumbled upon it in my first role-playing thing and, and wow, yeah. I was like, it's 2 a.m. I am so tired. I need to yeah. go to bed. Yeah, I, I know don't that feeling. want to stop. I will never see these mm-hmm. people again, even though I saw a dwarf again multiple times. Yeah. Um, so it, it completely, I was totally enthralled. And I was, what, and what was I doing? I was sitting there typing every five minutes, waiting five minutes for someone mm-hmm. to respond. Typing. Oh, yeah. I know the feeling. It takes an doing. hour to get through a small conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my yeah. imagination was going wild because I was having so much fun yeah. and I was formulating my backstory on and the I think fly. What would my character think in this situation? Yeah. How would I react? And like, I think, yeah. And like the world that WoW creates, same with the rules that DD creates, it's like training wheels for your imagination. It's like, well, man, I can't just come up with everything on my own all at once, but it can start to kickstart my imagination uh-huh. and it's it's super it's a super fun feeling it and is it's, yep. uh, it's really really satisfying and the thing that world of warcraft provides that you, that's really awesome as as cool as D is you're playing with the same you know group of five friends over and over again world of warcraft is like go into this place with thousands and thousands of people 
and they just you can literally walk up to someone and start talking to them. Mm-hmm. It's like it's crazy. It's like that yep. is a you can it's like this is the world's biggest improv club. And it's just like, OK, now everyone and some people will be good and some people will be bad and some you'll click with and some you won't. But your character gets to go out into a world and you get to role play and take this imagined character that you maybe created just like a character for a novel or something and then have real time conversations with other people doing the same thing. It's so cool. I I didn't I, I kind of didn't really understand that this world is persistent yeah. Um, until I saw that dwarf again. So the, the yep. first encounter was with the dwarf and a blood elf. And uh, suddenly I was walking around the mage district and I was like, oh, it's cool. It's the same dwarf I saw. And then yep. I was like, oh, because yeah. I'm so used to like instances of everything yeah. in every game. It's like yeah. you might see somebody like Dark Souls. You'll see you mm-hmm. will never see the same person twice. Usually in Dark Souls, it's like you'll, right. you'll see them. They'll invade you. You'll kill them or no. you'll, you'll die. And then you'll right. never see them again. They're gone. Um, but that's in WoW, so cool. it's persistent. Oh, go ahead. oh that's it. That's all yeah. I can say. That's what was so cool about World of Warcraft is our two main character pairs that we'd play over and over again was one was I told you about our shopkeepers on the Alliance. Mm-hmm. And we got to the point where we had regulars who would come into our shop. So and it's like, cool. oh, hey, it's so-and-so. We know that guy. How you doing? And then we had our two guards who would patrol Silvermoon City, home of the Blood Elves. And there'd be these certain criminals that we'd always see. And we're like, okay, what are you up to this time? And they'd be at the same street corner up to some weird trick. And Wait, we'd like, criminals? It was, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, like they were people that they were role playing people who were smugglers and who were trying to run shady operations. And we were kind of trying to get them arrested. But they were. Yeah, it was so fun. Could they have like stolen something you were making? No, it wouldn't. It would have been like role playing crime. There wouldn't have been like actual crime. They weren't horrid. They they would attack you. No, but they were playing the role of criminals in the Blood Elf Society. And we were playing the role of guards. And we would see them multiple times. And they'd one of them because my character was like super serious and had no sense of humor. So she'd always rib him and try to get him to smile. But he would refuse. Um, (laughs) But it was really fun because you got to you see these regulars and they're like, oh, he's online. He's doing his thing. And just all I do my thing. And they may coincide. It's 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 really neat. It's really neat. It's so neat. And I'm I'm very happy that I'm 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 getting into it a little more and I'm excited to see what what um, what fun stuff I can do. Now, the problem is I've gone into wow multiple times recently to just I I'm gonna I say I'm gonna role play I'm gonna go and sit down yeah. the, at the inn until somebody comes up talks to me or I'll find somebody who's bored mm-hmm. and I'll role play and then I go right but but I could go go gather more herbs and sell yeah, them or I, I think could go quest and I could do more stuff the... and I, there's so much to yeah. do <laughs> yeah no that's that's the thing and that's what's been I mean for me I haven't had nearly enough time to play it yeah but just like yeah it can be stressful when you start to feel you you need to do things which is why i'm like okay i'll have plenty of time uh, across my life well it wasn't stressful for me it was more just like i want to go do this other stuff and but i also want to role play and i wish i could do both at the same time i guess i could if i was whispering to somebody but um, right yeah still i know what you mean i I want to do all of it and that's what's been impressing me this time getting in world warcraft is just like yeah, like you said, the, the sheer variety of interesting things there are to do from the from the role playing to the questing to doing dungeons to crafting things to yes. collecting things to selling on the auction house to just exploring the world like yes. that adventure you said you and Steven had last night. Oh, it was so... Or our adventure to okay. Blades Edge Mountains. Can I say that that dungeon... So I, I guess we didn't talk about this in the podcast. Me and Steven yeah. last night went... We were just wandering around and I was like, have you seen Deep Home? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, let's go check out Deep Home. Same thing I did with you with the other place, the Hellfire yeah. Peninsula. And mm-hmm. so we went to Deep Home and then we're like, how do we get back? And we couldn't find... We, we got lost and couldn't find a portal back to Stormwind and we were kind of freaking out. So, But we realized we both had a Hearthstone to Dalaran. Um, 
And so oh, yeah, we, we yeah. teleported there. We're like, cool, we're in Dalaran. Now, where is Dalaran currently? Oh, geez, how do we get out of here? And so we just jumped off of Dalaran. Uh-huh. Just completely jumped off the floating planet and f- fell yeah. like 10,000 feet and landed in the water. And then it was like, I was like on the map and I was like, hey, there's a dungeon over here. It's a lower level. Why don't we go do it? And he's like, okay. And then mm-hmm. we went and just found this dungeon and did it. And it was really hard. But the my point was that feeling of there was mechanics and there was storytelling and it was yep. the vault of the wardens we ha- we happened upon like come on right. that's cool and at the end of it yep i had the exact same i was left with the exact same feeling that i have when i do destiny raids of yeah. that was that was the game that was the part of the game that i want the most i want yeah. that right there give me and that was just a dungeon right. with two people like i can't wait yeah. for heroic dungeons and raids <laughs> yeah i am really looking forward to it and i think that's one reason i'm enjoying reading through the lore book so much is there's that sense of satisfaction of connection of like oh these are the broken isles that's that thing or like this is the vault of the wardens i know who the wardens are that connects to this thing mm-hmm. so like even if the lore isn't perfectly crafted at all times and can be kind of crazy, it's really fun to be able to have your brain make those connections. Yeah. And just be like, oh, I know this, which is connected to that. And now it's expanding here. And now I get to see it in this, you know, beautiful 3D models mm-hmm. and see it all come to life. So I think that's what's been really satisfying and why I kind of want to read up on the lore so that when I'm exploring the world, I have I have stuff to connect it to. Which yeah. Is really fun. And I'm trying to but, learn but, as well. Um, yeah. So, cool. speaking of Vault of the Wardens, by the way, mm-hmm. I just got that pun from Heroes. Oh, my God. Jeez, you're right from here. It's called Vault of the Wardens because she vaults. Even, I know. And what's even cooler is it's like I can do all this stuff in World of Warcraft and it's just making heroes more awesome. It's yeah. like, oh, except I don't want to play heroes, unfortunately. Well, like, not right now. This is true. Ben, ben comes to me. He's like, I'm free all weekend. We should really play heroes. And I'm like, I, I. Yeah. I I want to play WoW more than I want to play Heroes, which is unheard yeah, that's of. That's weird. That's a weird thing to hear you say, Cameron. I know. I know. Heroes was my backdoor to get you into WoW. I'm like, hey, Cameron. Come, come I don't think that's true. Yeah. There <laughs> are more you weren't play planning that. Play, play it for three or four years and then you'll... Um, crap, I had another point. Yeah. What, were we talking, what were we talking about? We were talking about... Um, we were talking about dungeons. dungeons we were talking about the vault. The connecting vault. lore to things. <sighs> lots of stuff to I, do. Oh, oh. What's the tree of life for the elves called? The thing, the giant terror. Teldersil. Yes. Have yeah. you been back there? Yeah, Stephen showed me a picture. Oh, it, oh that gosh. was rough, dude. I, I'm not even that's, attached as you guys are, and I was still I'm, like, I don't know if I can. Oh, that's so sad. And it teleports you right on the point of a, of the beach on the other side, where you're just, it literally mm-hmm. just you land and you're Dark staring shore. at it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. That's brutal. It is brutal. They better rebuild that somehow. <laughs> How do you rebuild a tree? Well, rebuild never mind. It? You know what? Never mind. Yeah. It's it's World of Warcraft. On, they'll it's World of they'll Warcraft. grow it, this and Malfurion will use like regrowth on it, and yeah. it'll slowly it'll grow really yeah, quickly. Yeah, he literally just casts a spell on it. Yeah, yeah. Just, I could see them doing yeah. that. <laughs> but man, that's that's pretty that's pretty great. Yep. It's, but I'm I'm really happy you're you're still enjoying it. Yeah, That's very good. I'm I keep every day I get up and I think, man, do I still like World of Warcraft? And I go, mm-hmm. yep, I do. I'm gonna go play it. That's good. <laughs> That's good. And also, you 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 might burn out on it this first week, but once you're back to like just you, you might settle into a pattern where you're just playing it a little bit, yeah, and popping into it now and then. And and I I know how it feels. Stephen and I actually the way we used to play it because we didn't want to keep a subscription constantly active when we first played it because we didn't want to pay the money. Um. We would like buy a subscription and play it like a ton for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we would not play it for like two or three months. And then we're like, you know what? You know what sounds really fun? World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And then we get into it again and play it for two weeks, which is one reason we never like leveled characters up because we didn't just 
jump all our free time into it. We, right. would, we would go into it dedicatedly for, for about a week and then take a step away from it for a while. Mm-hmm. But it's a cool game because it supports those five-hour sessions and it also supports little 30-minute sessions. Um, yep. And I really, really like having a game like that going well. Well, as much as I enjoy Heroes, it's very nice to have a game to go back to that I can play when I'm tired or I can play when I just want to yes. talk to you or I can play like Heroes. You kind of the way to play it is when you want a competitive challenge. And that's yep. fun, but that's not always the mood. I'm in. And and sometimes it's like you, you want you, sometimes you actually want a competitive challenge and you go into Heroes and it, it just doesn't work out because you your teammates it. suck or something. Right. Or everyone picks anti uh, tracer picks against you. And yeah. it's really obnoxious. Honestly, I feel like Heroes is, like we said before, Heroes is going to be my game when I feel tempted to play PvP in WoW. I'll just pull up Heroes. <laughs> yeah. Because WoW was that PvP experience the worst That was thing ever. really, really bad. Yeah. Maybe world PvP is fun. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I should turn that on. Because I, I run into, yeah. well, what happens when you run into a level 120 horde, though? He'll kill me. It kills you. Oh. <laughs> I think they somewhat try to balance it. I would hope so. Yeah. I am 116 I now, though. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm still 111. <laughs> yeah. You should. Hurt. You I should get with it, man. Because I'm gonna need you guys to do raids and stuff, or I'm gonna do a raid without you. I'm gonna, actually, I'm gonna work on it. Depending on how quickly I do this and how quickly yeah. you guys don't, I might. I don't. I don't actually know if it would offend you if I did a raid without no, you guys. No, it wouldn't offend me at all. Though, bear in mind, there aren't any raids in the game yet. I think it'll take a couple more weeks. Wait. For no. 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 Those. You can do old raids yeah. that are heroic. Oh, then yeah, you can totally do. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot There's of raids. Them in the new ones. You're right. Um, no, no, feel free. I mean, the sooner you can find out if you like those, I mean, it'll be fun to do them together. But yeah, uh, but yeah, no, feel free. Cool. I'm excited. I'm curious about raids. There's so many people. I'm like, do you even feel like you're having an impact with that many people? I like the way I think it works is yeah. that you're kind of like almost in gr- subgroups where it's like, okay. these five assassins have these two tanks, have these two healers. Okay. You guys worry yeah. about yourselves. I th- okay. think. I don't okay. know. I that. just have no idea how it works. Yeah. Just conception. I'm like, how can that be fun if you're just like, oh, I did one tiny tenth of a percent to this guy's health. I mean, I know it is fun. Mm-hmm. Like people adore it, and I know everyone's having to try their hardest, and there are a ton of mechanics and stuff. But having never done it, right? Um, it, it in my mind can't quite wrap around it. Like dungeons, I get. It's like heroes. You have five people, mm-hmm. but the idea of like having twenty five people is like, Mm-mm. what? But fifty people. Anyway, is it? <laughs> yeah, a hundred people. Th- well, I think the biggest uh, raids are fifty. I think you're right that the biggest are. I forget if they have. There used to be like forty and twenty. I again, I, I can't keep track. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know what they're doing at this point. But yeah, different numbers for different difficulty levels. But I mean, for what just sounds so cool to me is like, wow, is there WoW content where I have to try my absolute hardest? That would be cool. I I pretty um, I, I know there. Okay, so I, I there has to be. We t- we talk. I think I talked about this with you and Stephen. I get. I'm so blurred mm-hmm. because I've been playing so much freaking WoW and everything is blurred together. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that games like this, and this is the same in Destiny right. as well. Keep everything accessible and doable until you hit endgame, and then everything mm-hmm. jumps by like 400% difficulty. So yeah. the second yeah. I hit 120, it, everything right. is going to be actually hard. Everything. It it makes a lot of sense um, it, because if that is how it does it, because I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm like, man, stuff is super easy even at like a level 110. And I'm like, well, how are they selling the game now? If they sell the game to someone, that, that person who's never played World of Warcraft before gets a level 110 character mm-hmm. out the gate. So that's basically an introductory experience to them. It's the first time they're ever playing the game. Right. So like those dungeons we were playing uh, a couple of days ago were probably the first dungeons ever for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense that they're like, and the people 
who care about difficulty are going to have a max level character in like three days. So right. they don't care right. if all this stuff is difficult or not because they're going to be spending all their time at the max level. Yeah. I think I've always just been in the odd man's land of like, I'm going to level up a character and level up another character and level up. And I'm, I'm like, this pretty is not sure hard. that is and not like, what... Can you reach the stinking <laughs> level cap, sir? And I'm like, oh. Yep. I'm pretty yeah, sure that's sorry. not how, how they intend you to play, honestly. Um, yeah, no, it, it's not. I, I come, I'm, I always have to do things weird. So. Um, Give me like two seconds. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. Sure. Don't mean to interrupt. No worries. As I, I will spend that time um, reading off my bank account information. <laughs> sorry, I'm looking at tabs I have open. I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, instead, I'll start thinking about what we can talk about for the last 10 minutes here because we've been talking about World of Warcraft for a long time. And there's got to be something else we can talk about. No, that's kind of all Cameron's been doing recently. So I'm not quite sure what else Cameron can talk about. Um, I guess I'll ask him to talk about what in his life is not World of Warcraft and talk about that. Oh my gosh, the gothic people are making a new game? That's weird. I wonder if Zachary knows about that or, or has played it. Uh, when did it come out? Oh, it came out a while ago. He has probably played it. All right. Well, now I'm just waiting. Waiting for Cameron. Come back. Okay, I'm back. Oh, hey! Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm just as good as I was about 30 seconds Great. ago. All right, so for the last 10 minutes here, Cameron, yes. before I have to leave, mm -hmm. what, what is something non-World of Warcraft in your life we can talk about? <laughs> this is my check to see how addicted you are so far. <sighs> some, uh, some stuff at work is changing. Ooh, do do tell. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what's been happening. Besides that, there you go. Um, so okay, the out of, blah, 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 getting out of World of Warcraft. Like, yeah. Okay, that's, that's better. I'm sorry, I was having to change to my different spec. Ah, shoot. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so I work. Oh, quick question for you, yes. sorry, Cameron. Before you go on this, have you had the experience where you're like falling asleep, but in your head still going through your rotation in your class? Yeah. I have. I did that the other day. But not not class, but oh, auction house like stuff. Grabbing, oh, I was wondering because you probably didn't do that. But I'm like, when I had been doing a ton of my paladin, I'm like, oh, no, you got like, to do the, do the move. Okay, I have holy power. You use the holy power. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yep, no. Yep. Yep. Anyway. I was just thinking, what, what, what can sorry. I, what, like, specifically two nights ago when we were playing, that night when I went to sleep, <laughs> I was thinking about my profession and what profession I want to do. Um, oh man, that's great. And I think I found it, but I don't want to talk about that right now. So, okay, okay, my okay. work, yes. So, yes. Um, work starts soon. Uh, I believe a week mm -hmm. from tomorrow is the first technical day that the students are going to start arriving. Um, right. And so, of course, I'm the cook. Uh, mm -hmm. But I might not be the cook, which is interesting. So, oh wait, what? Yeah. So the I'm fired. Oh no, yeah. that's. Yeah. I guess that's a job update. Yeah, so I have to move out, and actually, the, oh, no. the, the I'm using up all the internet from Wow uh, as I can. Well, <laughs> no, um, so my my boss called me in yesterday and was like, "You expressed interest in a couple of other aspects, and you you did mention to me that you wanted to leave the kitchen." And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, that's that definitely what I want to do." I, I I had made it very clear to them that I would mm -hmm. do the kitchen, but I would like to change if at all possible. But mm -hmm. school is kind of in a little bit of a disarray right now, and I kind of just expected nothing to come of that. But then. She said, well, I have a couple of other options for you that we might be able to work you in. Um, and we did we, we have another hire for the kitchen for the third person because the third person left last year. Um, and wow. we have another prospect for the second person, which is your place. And I was like, OK, do tell. And so 
they the options they gave were you could possibly be well i think the one option that I guess what's happening for sure is that I'm not mm-hmm. going to be a full-time cook anymore. Um, okay. Because, okay. because worse, unless I specifically say, no, I want to be a full-time cook, what's going to happen regardless of anything is that they've already hired one person. So that person would move to my position, a second cook, um, mm-hmm. and I would move to a part-time weekend or something shifts for a cook um, doing only oh, Saturday and Sunday um, and then doing something else. Um which would be the two options that I was given was an, the assistant IT, which is pretty interesting because okay. currently our, awesome. our IT guy is actually a, uh, a, a, a previous student from China or actually Hong Kong, mm. I'm sorry, who is trying to get his green card. And we're, we made a deal with the green card government, whatever that is, that portion of the government oh, yes. to we he works at our school for a year or two and that helps him get his green card um but he has uh-huh. to work within his degree and his degree is electrical engineering so uh-huh. he's going to be teaching electrical engineering and working as it but they also need another person to help him because he also is teaching um yep, so yep. that would be an option and then the other option is we have a on-campus kind of a con- not a convenience store more like a on-campus but bar bar it's not the right word but it's a place uh-huh. where the students can come and buy food and stuff uh, can, cafe cafe that's the word um and they need someone to run that as well um oh so, so like run it as in just do the retail or also do like the inventory and the stocking it would the, be actually like, more like a, a, a manager i wouldn't actually that's cool the students not just run doing it the, that's good that's i would good. be like that sounds more fun than just standing there saying hi what do you want yeah yeah for sure although that's fun cool. to hang out with students too but yeah. um which of those would you prefer um, actually, I think I would prefer both of those and not the kitchen job because that was an option right. too. Um, Ooh, the, that's really cool. They gave me basically said, what do you, are you interested in being in PX? Yeah. Are you interested in PX as the cafe? Are you interested in being yeah. in, I, assistant IT? Yeah. Are you interested in being the cook still? Sure. Okay. Are you interested in any of those combined? Yeah. And so it's like, okay, we're going to figure out what is the best way that works for everybody and you, you nice. can have it. So it could be so, any of those or a mixture of any of them. <laughs> but it sounded like the thing you were dreading, which is a whole other year of all cooking, is not going to happen. Yes. It sounds unless something really weird happens, it, it's not gonna That's happen. That's super yeah. cool. Because I think That's, I think the, yeah. the, the case that will happen regardless is I will do part time and cafe work. Because it might turn out that yeah. they don't need IT help and, and, and the yeah. new guy is actually doing okay enough. He's got he's got enough time by himself. But someone does need to huh. do the cafe work. Um, so yeah, nice. that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's that's actually really heartening to hear. I know you were really wanting variety more than anything else. Yeah. It sounded like you weren't hating your job in particular. You were just get, it sounded like it was getting very monotonous. I am finding out with that my personality when it comes to work is I can't mm-hmm. stand doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, even if it's like today you're cooking spaghetti, tomorrow you're cooking pizza, the next day you're cooking chicken wings. It's like, that's not enough variety. I'm still in the same kitchen using the same crap, yeah. making the same food mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. And that, it, I, and that's been the same for every job I've done so far in my entire life is that I, yeah. I get really burned out when it's the well, same job. Over I, I don't and over. think it's just your job, but I've noticed how you apply most things. I mean, going back to world of Warcraft, what you seem to be loving about it so much is that, it has so much variety. Yeah, that that's true. It's constantly giving you different things. So when it comes to heroes, y- you don't play one hero <laughs> over and over again. You try a bunch of the different heroes and learn a bunch of the different heroes. Uh, and yeah. so 
it seems to be something you thrive on in general is you pick stuff up super quickly. Like you'll start playing a hero and start getting really good at them really quickly, but you're not someone who just takes one thing and does that thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. That's so. nice of you to say. Um, and I guess yeah. you're right. It does kind of apply to multiple parts of my life. Um, I just, like I said, I just notice it more when it's work because it's yeah. my work, you know? Um, yeah. So if you can find a work a way, it's cool, like working within an infrastructure structure like a school that can like have different jobs open up for you mm -hmm. and have you do them rather than just be like well you were hired for this position so that's all you can and do you don't want to do it anymore um, all right see you later yeah, yeah. exactly yep. so that's super cool and i think um, having doing the px work and doing the it work would be a really good mixture because it's like mm -hmm. it is not going to be sitting in an office doing crap on a computer all day and right. it's going to be walking around campus fixing hardware helping people with software and then that's px fun. is going to be like okay today i have to drive to roseburg and and buy stuff for the oh, yeah. cafe. And then tomorrow I have to go even farther down south and go to get the special thing that the kids want. And then the next day yeah. I have to clean yeah. the PX. And that's not fun, but it's 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 yeah, different. But it's interesting. And it requires you to like problem solve and yep. do different stuff. And I love it. And as you can tell from my World of Warcraft playing, I love inventory management. Um, yeah. So that's going to be fun, actually. Uh, that sounds really good. Fun. Both of those jobs sound like a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah. So, yep, yep. And, a, and a good experience for you and yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm really happy to hear that. I had no idea. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'm excited and I will keep you updated on or off the yeah. show. Um, In the quick two yeah. minutes before you have to leave, give me mm -hmm. something that's happening in your life that's not World of Warcraft related. Ooh, something that's happening in my life that's not World of Warcraft related. Uh, we are, this last couple months has been like the, um, Stephen really wants to go. He's looking at me. This is the last two minutes, Stephen. We're, we're going to go. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're going to go. Anyway, that's actually related. Steven needs to go to a consult. We have a new uh, uh, client down in uh, down in Champions. But the last couple of months are like the official, the Woodlands, we have like clients coming in here regularly. Oh, cool. And we have like half of our leads are Woodlands leads. And we're, Steven and I are doing a lot of visits around here. And it's totally replicating up here. And it's just really exciting because it's working. <laughs> yeah, because when I was there, you guys weren't doing sets at all, really. No, we were, we were still just showing up the Champions area, mm -hmm. our, our previous territory. But this time, yeah, we've got... We've got quite a few leads coming in and they're continuing to come in. And the the marketing that I set up is working in the few channels that worked really well in Champions is working here, um, which is mostly just working with local partners and advertising and newsletters and keeping our Kyo signs around and getting referrals. And it's awesome, man. It's working. And it's just really heartening to see that that uh, people are like we're finding the same excellent clients that really appreciate our service kind of unconnected like it's not just they're coming to us because they knew us from the last territory they're really we're sight unseen here and um just our quality of work and our quality of website and advertising is still working for people so that's been really heartening to see that's awesome man that's really cool yeah. i'm i'm sounds yeah. like you're growing a really successful business um yeah I, it's weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know why you couldn't use that talents of your advertising to advertise disembodied voices but whatever um, i know <laughs> when do you think you'll be start hiring people for that branch of the of the company and doing the management yourself again yeah I, honestly i think we're ready to start hiring at least one person just in case steven and i are out of pocket or something having one like vacation person mm -hmm. at least. so i think we'll just start like we did there and slowly bring people in like i'm nowhere close to being sick of doing visits yet um right. but i think we'll, we might as well start early and bring people in so we're already kind of on the lookout for that so we'll see if any of our a lot of our employees either come recommended from our other employees or um come from clients who decide mm -hmm. they want to start working for us <laughs> which is where like half of our employees came from so yeah uh, we'll see if any of our clients are interested, and then also our sitters actually already have some ideas for us in the in the territory. Well, so, I can tell you yeah, one thing: I might have a prospect for you if this school explodes. Uh, you might have uh -huh. a, you might have a yeah. prospect right here. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know you're a big dog person. Dogs are your, your listen, love. Listen, uh, listen. I think I, I think I miss. I made you guys misunderstand this. I don't like yeah. dogs, but mm. I love all animals to death. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't like go to the place person's place and kick their dog. I, I mean, I, I would think about yeah. it, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> well, okay, definitely. Cool. So long as you don't actually do it, that's fine. Also, we do have some cats that so we can always... Oh, there we go. Yeah, cats. Cat, cats are cat way better. Infinitely better. Uh, if you were. I just... Just dis- Okay, we can't get into that <laughs> You now. need to go, my friend. Um, <laughs> I do need to go. But thank you, Cameron. This has been a delightful conversation. Yeah, same, man. Hopefully, we can uh, hang out later tonight if you have some time or yeah. maybe tomorrow as well. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Um, and thank you, Stephen, for being low energy. You're welcome. That was not Stephen. That was Abigail. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Abigail. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone oh, else. Bye, Abigail. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, Pikachu. 